This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by Free Play Florida. It'll be Friday, November 20th through Sunday, November 22nd. Graydon Clark, classic B-movie director of almost 30 feature films, including sci-fi, horror, and pop culture, will be at the show. He's the director of Joysticks and Movie, and they'll have a screening of it Friday night with a Q&A followed after. Also, Walter Day and Billy Mitchell, the founder of Twin Galaxy's International Scoreboard, and Billy Mitchell's the star of King of Kong movie, will be there to talk to you guys live. And don't forget, Dennis Nordman and Greg Ferreris, classic pinball designers of some of the most famous machines ever made, will also be on hand taking your question. And deuce for five nights at Freddy's Freaks, Aaron Fetcher of Creative Engineering and the genius behind the showbiz pizza place, Rock of Fire Explosion, animatronic band that heavily influenced Five Nights at Freddy's, will be there with his characters. And that's just getting started, deuce. They have over 200 arcade games and pinball machines. Every classic console you can think of, a tournament for Smash Brothers and pinball games, and challenges of games of all kinds. And remember to tell them that the official podcast of Free Play Florida Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Hello. Internets, my name is Johnny Womack, and of course, I got Deuce. What is going on, brother? Hey, this is the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We are a twice weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And every episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with the Deuce salute. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So, Johnny, uh, I think it's a new game uh, you picked up that you've been playing like a crazy person because I had to say goodbye to you and all of your friends on Facebook. What game was that? Uh, of course, uh, the new game from Bethesda, Fallout 4. And if you guys have been following my uh, track record here, uh, this is the game I'm probably going to buy the rest of the year because, you know, can't buy a game every month. Um, but... Uh, this is the game that I, I was got the green light from our third member, Brandy Womack. She's like, hey, this is a game I know you're going to enjoy and put a lot of time into. And uh, so I went and got it. And I haven't played it as much as I wanted to because I, I got so busy. But I'm probably about six to eight hours into it right wow. now. That's, That's not, not too bad. bad. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, for those that don't know, this is, of course, the fourth installment of the Fallout series. And it released on the Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and, of course, uh, PC. And it was released on November 10th, 2015. Sorry, you folks in Japan, you have to wait till December 17th. To get really? It. Yeah. I didn't know that. But they but they don't have a big track record over there anyways. A lot of you know Japan is, isn't as big on the Western RPGs, RPGs. anyways. So uh, I thought we'd kind of just spitball about this because uh, I want to kind of get talk a little bit about what the game is about and how it starts off. Because I think it's really cool because Deuce and I both have a PlayStation 4. And, of course, you have to install the game. Yeah. That took nothing. When I popped it in, it was ready to go. Yeah. But well, once you get the game in, you still it still has to install. Oh, does it? Yeah. Because okay. you showed the videos in the beginning. Did you see? Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the very beginning where the guy's talking and yeah. they're talking about war and everything. Is it installing while it's running that video? No, no, no. no not that. The, the video. Maybe you didn't get what I got. I didn't. Yeah, you have to install the, uh, the the game onto the hard drive, and it shows you the Pip-Boy um, videos. Did you not see any of that? No. Or uh, maybe you didn't download the update. I don't know. Uh, but there's actually, when I started, when I popped the game in, okay. there was actually 
because it has to install into your system and it gives you like a 10, 15, 20, 30, 15, 100% to finish installing. And while it's installing, they actually show you these because you have special abilities called special, right? Right. Um, and strength, uh, perception, endurance, uh, charisma, uh, intelligence, perception, agility, yeah. and luck. luck. So they show you these cool, like, 19, it looks like 1930s, 1940s cartoons animated in the Pip-Boy style. And it shows you, tells you about what each, you know, role is. And then once that's done showing you, then the install is done. Wow, I didn't get any of that. Now, I, I will say this. I took it, I opened it, I put it in the PS4, I started my PS4, I went and took a pretty lengthy grumpy, and <laughs> I came back out, so maybe it installed while I was taking a grumpy. But I don't know. I, I actually really enjoyed uh, watching I'm actually videos. kind of upset I missed it. That would have helped me, because I'm not going to lie. Like I almost wish, it, in some games, they have a thing called a respec, where yeah. you do a mission, and then you can move all your points around that you've accumulated. And I almost wish they had that in this because I've put some points and things I wish I hadn't put them in. Um, and now that I'm further along, I feel bad that I put them there. But well, um, the the game starts off. Uh, one of the cool things I like is that you're it's pre it's before the bomb drops. Oh yeah. And of course, this is a retro future. Um, yeah. 2077 is the year. And it, for those at home, I had not played the series. It kind of it looks like it looks like 1940s, 1950s, yeah. but yeah. it's got futuristic stuff tech in it, and tech stuff, as yeah. well. So it's kind of like that retro feature, which is really cool. And you get the choice right off the bat to either be a male or female, which is really awesome. What did you choose? I by went the way? female. I did too. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, it's the first time you get to play as a female, and the the custom options that you can do to make the face and all that is awesome. Like this, the different types of you could change eye color and the, the shape of the eyebrow. And, like, it reminded me very old-school WWE games where you get your creative yeah, character yeah. kind of thing. Uh, but the nice thing I like is that women don't look ugly. And that's one of the things that I I, uh, I always hate with women in games. Like, when they try to create the characters, they always look, like, yeah. mannish, like, very yeah. man. But I had actually our third member, Brandy, she, my wife, she actually sat next to me and uh, was helping me create her, create the the female character which we named Shane S-H-A-Y-N-E uh, and uh, it's got this cool like she looks awesome she's got like and, and I love how each each slider because what it is is you can kind of like move the, the cursor over to different parts of the face and then you can increase or decrease the amount of whatever you want to do to it add wrinkles you can add freckles like so my chick has like light freckles ab across the bridge of the nose and it looks really really cool and very realistic. So I was very impressed with that. And then, of course, putting a little bit of makeup on. I had Brandy help me with that. But put a little makeup on the eyes or whatever, and eyeliner and stuff. But do it subtly, you know, which is cool. So, like, this the character creator screen for the female. I was actually very impressed. Um, I, you know, I always like to try to go female if I can. Yeah. Uh, I do, too. I, I did have one question I wanted to ask you. Because you named her Shane, does it call your character by name? Do they say Miss Shane? Mine doesn't. Mine does. I picked Main, Sarah, yeah. and I don't even know why. Like, I got to the creator screen. They said, what name do you want? And Sarah just kind of popped in my mind. So I did that, and now when I'm talking to people, they call me Sarah or Miss Sarah, which I thought was cool. So I figure there's probably, like, 100 names they've got in there. Yeah, like well, Sarah ours is Ann. really weird. Yeah. Like, so they, they don't call they just call her ma'am or, yeah. or, or Mrs. Miss or yeah. whatever. So that was something I was, like, kind of a little down on. I was like, oh, I should have picked more of a normal name because they probably yeah, would have Yeah, because mine, like, Sarah, like, everybody calls yeah. her. Like, once you introduce yourself yeah. and everything, like, Codsworth calls her Miss Sarah. 
once you meet like some of the characters, like the Minutemen and stuff, they call her Sarah. Yeah, so, so we're we're gonna spoil the first few minutes of the game, just FYI. And just the first hour or two, nothing yeah, crazy, guys. Yeah. And uh, stuff, a lot of the stuff is on trailers, and you can see in videos, anyways. But the basic idea is, you get a door-to-door salesman from it's telling you, hey, you know, you need to preemptively set your family right. You yeah. know, get them think ahead of what happens. What will you be ready? Will you be prepared? Yeah. And uh, he permanently says that you know you could be entered into the vault, Vault 111 in this case, and you pretty much at the end, no matter what, you ch- the thing is you have like this, these little uh, options depending on the X, Y, circle, square, uh, or triangle, and uh, you get to pick kind of you know what choices you pick. But in the end, you still you pick yes. You want to put them, you know, put your family in there, and it's interesting because you have a baby, you have a kid. Yeah. Um, I think the baby's name Shane, isn't it? Sean. 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 Yeah, and so that's interesting because I'd be curious to see what happens if uh, I'd be curious to see what happens on the reversal because the the dad the the Nate or whatever his name is uh, in the game he's very uh, you know he he's taking care of the kid a lot you know yeah, like, yeah. which is interesting. So I guess if the roles were reversed, the female would. I don't know. Yeah, but it's. it's I think it's, the intro would play out the same way. It's yeah. just the female would be in the pod with the baby instead of the dad being in the pod right. with the baby. So, anyways, long story short, uh, you get uh, an announcement that the bomb has dropped. Uh, all a bunch of sirens go off. So telling everyone, announcement overhead. Go up to your shelter, your vaults, whatever, and you run. And of course, that your husband is carrying your son. And you run and run and you go down. But the cool thing is, like, when you go down, like, a blast hits. Yeah, right as you go down. And that was, that looked, it was really well animated, too. Like, well, well the graphics are great in that. And, like, you kind of feel that. And then you're going down, slowly descending into the, into the, uh, the vault. And it kind of, that's one of the parts I was kind of a little iffy on. You don't really get to know a lot about the vault. Because remember yeah. in the, in the Fallout 3, you had this whole, like, through four hours of you're in the vault as yeah, a kid basically the up whole like beginning tutorial missions yeah. if you want to call yeah. it that were in the vault you explored and the vault and, the and vault. you got a backstory yeah. on the vault but I think because it, it, with the mythology of Fallout each vault was kind of a different science experience you know what? Yeah. and because this one was cryogenics I yep. think that's why you don't do much in the vault because you were just cryogenically frozen so long story short you, you make it out your husband doesn't um, and your son is taken from you yeah. so that's a the MacGuffin, I guess, if you will. Like you're trying to find out what happened to your son, and so you come out, and this is an awesome moment where you're out of the vault, and you have no idea what to do. Yeah. You're just like, I have no idea where I'm going, and it kind of tells you, all right, go to your house or whatever, like as a checkpoint. But you go and you see that the whole place is just destroyed and disheveled, and you see Codsworth, whatever your robot, your handyman robot, yeah. sitting out there, and he's telling you how horrible it's been. And how it's been two hundred years. Yeah. You've been you've been down there for two hundred years. Obviously, it's it's uh, twenty two eighty seven. So it's and I guess this is actually about a decade after the events of Fallout Three, if I remember correctly, um, and six years after Fallout Vegas, if okay. my timeline is correct. So it's in the same universe, obviously. Yeah. So that's kind of cool that they tell you that it's the same universe, um, obviously called Fallout Four, but you never know. Um, and so you're pretty much the sole survivor at this point. We think you're the sole survivor of Fault 111, and of course you only got your jumpsuit on and whatnot. Yeah. And you can find weapons and all that. And you run. And one of the cool moments is what I did actually for like an hour, dude. Like I went in just scavenged. 
that whole oh, town. Really? That's what I did. Like, I take my time when I play games. I never rush. So, like, what I did was I, I probably have, like, twice the amount of inventory as you do. Because I was going through each house in that, your neighborhood, your old neighborhood. Yeah. And I was finding, like, weapons and ammo. And I was pick, get, uh, getting uh, bobby pins and um, pick lock stuff. Oh, wow. Like, I was going through and just, like, finding all kinds Every of weapons. I got, like, shotguns and, like, pistols, all kinds wow. of stuff. Like, I have, like, f- seven different weapons now already. And because I was going through and trying to unlock and find yeah. stuff and exploring and getting caps and cap stashes and, uh, and like, just going through and finding cool stuff. And, obviously, you have to fight the rad roaches and all the different creatures that dwell and whatnot. Yeah. But I, I literally spent, like, an hour, two hours just doing that before wow. I even did anything. Before you even left the town? Yep. And then oh, I ran wow. into the dog. Which dog meat. Dog meat, yeah. Dog meat. Uh, which is cool. You find out in the very beginning that the dog is pretty much, you know, on its own, and you kind of have a common bond in there. Yeah. And you can give the dog commands. You can teach it to do things. You can teach it to go catch things catch things for you and grab things for you and all that stuff. I've not really found it very useful yet. Oh, I, f- I found one where it's useful. I haven't I haven't done it yet, but remember when you're in Vault uh, 111 at the very beginning and you go into, like, the, I guess you call it the security office, and there's that big gun, and you've got to be, like, a master locksmith to get it. If you tell dog meat to go get it, he breaks the glass and get it for you, and you don't even have to open the lock. Oh, you went back into the vault? I haven't done it yet. I'm going to. I'm kind of holding out because everybody said that's like probably, if not the best weapon in the game, like in the top three. But they only give you 200 rounds, and they said getting rounds for it's a bitch. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wait until I get further along, and I really need it. You know what I mean? Like, I figure if I really need it, like, there's a big firefight coming yeah. up where I'm like, ooh, I might be really outgunned, then I'm going right. to go get it. So, once you get the dog, uh, dog meat, um, you, I was still exploring, and I went into an, I went into the next town. I don't know where, what happened to you after you found the dog? Let's see if our paths crossed the same. It once, could be different. Once I found the dog, dog because I didn't spend that long in the town. Like, I looked around a little bit, but I only spent probably 15, 20 minutes, because I'm like, I want to play because that was like my first night with it, and so me and Dog Meat went into the town and we found the Minutemen. Oh, that's what I did then. Okay. So we both went to Concord, which yeah. is a city uh, near Boston, and you go in there and I actually explored around and I found there's a lot of really cool weapons there as well, and yeah. I was doing all kinds of cool. And then you walk into this little area where you see now there's. I actually like stealth killing in this game. It feels really rewarding. So, like, I would always, like, you click down the um, the right analog stick, and it'll go and you'll kind of hit hide. Kind of very – I feel I feel like there's a lot of Skyrim things in this game that they brought over. Like, the uh, lock picking is very Skyrim-esque, and the crouching where you're hidden or detected is a very Skyrim thing. And, I, and mm-hmm. folks that know me, I've been playing Skyrim forever. I still play Skyrim. And so I like that they took some of the good things out of Skyrim and brought it over to Fallout. It really kind of helps complete, have more of a full experience. But yeah, you run into the Minutemen, and they're being attacked by raiders, and then you go into the area, and you have to clear out the whole building of raiders, which actually took me a while. Um, That was, I, I think, interesting for me because it's been a hot minute since I've used the VAT system. I haven't used the VAT system yet. Really? I don't know how you do it. Uh, it's the L2 button. Uh, L1? Or you, you've got the two L triggers. It's the one furthest back, which I think is L2. Well, L2 L2 is the one that you zoom in your weapon with. Then so it's, it's L1. the other L. 
So L1, you yeah. just hit the L1 button. And then it automatically does it. But you know that meter that says AP on yeah, the yeah, bottom right? Points, yeah, points, yeah. Yeah, it's got to be, like, the Maxed fuller out. it is, the more you can do. Because I've done, like, 90% of my killing with VATS. Like, I've I not never, used VATS once. I've never aimed on the sights. Well, I've done it a couple times because I was out of points. And I was getting shot at. And it's like, if I don't shoot these guys, I'm going to die. I don't got time to wait for my action so we have So we have two different experiences yeah. here then because I haven't actually, A, I forgot how to use VATS. And I haven't used it. I love VATS. And the, the slow-mo kills when you use VATS are stellar. Maybe I need to start using VATS more because I actually got owned a few times. Oh, yeah. VATS will help you with that because I always do headshots. And, like, one headshot, especially with that first gun you get, the laser musket, it's just pff, done. Yeah. So I, I did that pretty much the whole way through. I'm still doing that. Well, it's a very RPG element. Um, yeah. And I'm not I, – I actually like VATS in the Fallout 3, but – I, yeah, I guess I'm going to start using it more. I kind of forgot about it, to be honest. Well, it actually brings me to kind of another point. Uh, I, my only complaint about the game, and I don't even know if I call it a complaint. It's just more of a just letting you guys know. They don't tell you a lot. Like, they just kind of drop you in the game and are like, have at it. Like, there's not a tutorial, really. There's not a lot of, like, explaining. Because there was a couple times where I've hit especially in the missions I'm on with the Minutemen now where I've got to build stuff, where I was banging my head against the wall, like, what am I doing? And then finally, through trial and error, I'd figure it out, which was a giant pain in the ass, to be honest with you. But that's the only thing I'm not liking so far. It's like this crafting system is a little insane. It's a little intense. Uh, well, for me, so we were both in the same spot, right? We yeah. got the Minutemen, and then they walk back to the sanctuary, which is where you yeah. first... You know, we're found by Codsworth. So they all walk back to the sanctuary. You, f you talk to this lady named Mary um, and Mother Mary or whatever her name is. And she permit says that she's like a psychic. She says that your son's alive and you should go check out Diamond City. I haven't gone to Diamond City yet because I'm, like, I'm about six hours into the game. So and you get this awesome power armor suit, which won't explain what happens in the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is an omission that you yeah. get, which you feel like a total badass. Yeah. Until your core runs out. Yeah, and then you can't do it. You can't even move it. Yeah, it'll still move. Very slow. Very slow because I w once I got done with that mission, I w I walked it to Red Rocket. Yeah, because you can hang it there. You can hang it there, and then you can like fix it once you get there. Like you can yeah. fix it, repair it. I mean, you still got to find power cores, but I like it just because it's a central. Like I use hub, Sanctuary yeah. and Red Rocket as like my central hub. Like that's where I store all my extra shit. Yeah, which is great because that workbenches you can take all your stuff and put it in the workbenches so you're not carrying around all that stuff when you're walking around which is awesome yeah so only take what you need with you so that's if you what have I a do. lot I only take my you, weapons you, and my because strength my is a huge thing because you, you can get over encumbered pretty easily because when you first start the game out you only have like 200 items you can carry and then yeah. if you increase your strength which you know whenever you level up you, your skill tree See, that's where I put all my points yeah. like I've only got one point left in strength and my strength wow, will be completely maxed that's out crazy. yeah because I'm level 10 Wow. So, because I was like, because I, I couldn't figure out, it took me forever to figure out I could put stuff in the workbench and not carry it, so I kept getting over encumbered. I'm like, fuck this, so I just kept putting it in strength. Now I know, hey, I can dump it all on the workbench. Yeah. I really wish I hadn't put all those points in strength. But the bright side of things is when I run out of bullets, I've got a shock baton, and like it's damn near one hit kill. Like I'm just like, bam, yeah. hitting people, and they're like, I'm out. So one of the things I I increased from the beginning was charisma, 
and that's dude, what that I wish helped, I had put it in. That helped me a lot because like I'm I'm like threatening or bribing people and giving me extra money or and all this stuff. So let's just for fun, let's just kind of talk about some scenarios that's happened since we played the game. Since okay. we're Deuces are not Deuce and I are pretty much this is our first look. We're yeah. pretty early into the game. Uh, there's quote unquote over 100 hours of gameplay in the game. I think there might be more than that. Yeah. Like this is a game I'm gonna play for a while, yeah. but I also think it's a game I'm gonna have to walk away from at certain points. Cause like the other night, I just put it down because I'd played it for probably like, I think I played like four, four and a half hours the first night, and played like six the second night, and I finally was like, okay, I gotta yeah. put this down. So. so one of the things that happened was I, I love to explore. And you, you find out right away if you're not supposed to be in an area because you yeah. get your ass handed to you. Quick. I, I was exploring with dog meat because you're supposed to, I was supposed to go to one of the missions. You have your main story missions and you have side missions. And so one of the yeah. main missions was that I'm at is you to go to the Diamond City to try to find out what's going on. Or you go help out the Minutemen over in this camp or whatever. And... So you go over there, and I was I kind of go off on the sidetrack because one of the cool things I like about this is they use the HUD. They use the Skyrim HUD where when you're going in a direction, it's like an outline of something that you haven't explored yet. I like that a lot. I like lot that a lot. Because it kind of it kind of hints, hints to you, like, to you hey, hey, check this yeah. out. This is going to be important. And I actually really like that a lot. And a fast travel location. I really later. like that. And, and when you explore something, you get XP, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. It gives you incentive to explore. Yeah. And so I went and explored it, and I saw this little little bunker I'm like cool there's probably some cool stuff in there all of a sudden this rad scorpion pops out one oh hit shit. kill one hit kill one hit dead. kill what did it say what level the rad scorpion was I didn't even get to see oh because see that's the thing the one thing I've noticed is like if they're really bad they'll have like little it's like X's by them and I think if there's a skull by them it means they're like legendary yeah I think which, it has a skull that yeah and if the if they're legendary and you kill them you get like extra special loot yeah. Because one of the things I read, because I did a lot of reading before I started playing, because I kind of wanted to, because I don't play a lot of RPGs, you know what I mean? So I want to yeah. get my head in the game, and uh, they were saying, like, if you see a legendary creature, save, fight it. You're probably going to die, but it won't pop back up again, or it may not pop back up again. So try your best to kill it, because if you kill it, you're going to get some really good shit. Well, now if I would have known for Vats, I probably could have had a good chance. But yeah. Anyway, so that was one thing. And then on the on the way to Diamond City, which I haven't gotten to Diamond City yet, I found this guy who was needing help with uh, pipes underwater. Did you see that? Did you I that? haven't gotten to that yet. Yeah, what's just cool about this game, let's, 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 let's preface this. Yeah. Like, Deuce and I are about, he's probably a couple hours a ahead of me into the game, but yeah. like we're pretty close. Our story started off similar. And but now they're already, they're, branching, they're already yeah. branching off. So I ran into this guy, and that's one thing to mention. There's over 110 hours of uh, dialogue in this game, wow. which is which is like Skyrim and Fallout 3 combined. Like wow. it's crazy. Um, so I ran into this guy. He's like, "Hey, I'm having trouble with my water pressure. There's like I think there's like three pipes that are leaking. So you have to go underwater and help fix the pipes. Okay. But the problem is when you go underwater." There's radiation poisoning, so you have to hurry up. Yeah. So I have to go in there, and I finally did it. And I'm like, all right, help me push the button. Push the button, and all of a sudden, these big crabs come out, and like two hit kills, I'm dead. Wow. I'm like, fuck. So, if, see, now I'm thinking, man, that probably wouldn't be as bad of a fight if I had vats. vats. If I use vats. So I'm going to start vats using will it. Save now. your ass. So. But see, that one of the biggest problems I've been having in the game is radiation. Because, like, when you get radiation, it takes away your health bar. So even if you eat or do whatever to fill your health bar back up, it can only go so far. Right. And it's hard to find Rataway right yeah. to get rid of the radiation. 
Now, the good thing is you can make your own if you get the pieces and you go to a chemistry station. You can actually make your own. But even that's a bitch. So, like, I don't know. I've, I've found one, like, lady who will trade with me, which is nice. So, I've got one trader I can go to. And every once in a while, she's got some stuff that's good. I did find the Brotherhood of Steel. That was pretty cool. Have you found them yet? No. I... I literally, I was exploring, and I was fiddling with the Pip-Boy, and I was like, man, I'm getting tired of this radio station. Let me see what else is there. And it's like, you found a new radio station. I'm like, what? Oh, really? Yeah, so I turned the radio station on. It was a military frequency, and it said, hey, we're over here. So I followed it, and then when I got there, it's the Brotherhood of Steel, and I went wow. to mention with them. How did you find another radio station? I, You know when you go to your Pip-Boy? Yeah. It'll say, like, you've got classical, and you've got the Diamond City radio. Yeah. Like, I just walked to a certain area, and it said on my HUD, like, you found a new radio station. Oh, so, it just unlocked it. Yeah, and it unlocked it. And then I think it's you've got to be within a certain distance of it to pick it up, because that was actually the mission. The mission was me and the chaplain from the Brotherhood of Steel went to Arc Tech and had to beat up all these synths and get a, uh, I don't know what it is, some sort of reactor. And then he hooked that to the radio station so it would get a bigger reach. Oh, okay. So, like, it basically it was helping the radio station get bigger. But when I got done with the mission, he's like, do you want to be a, a, a Brotherhood, uh, what is it called, Brotherhood of Steel member? And I'm like, sure. So now I'm a Minuteman, and I'm in the Brotherhood of Steel. Nice. Which is kind of cool. Another thing that happened that I didn't want to do that was unintentional was I came across, I heard voices. I'm like, all right, I don't know if these guys... You know, or vil- you know, villains or whatever. So I came up, and they all of a sudden they draw their gun on me because my gun's drawn, yeah. and and I pretty much I uh, threaten them using my charisma. Since my charisma is like seven out of ten. Oh wow! And so like, I like, hey, before he, they were saying they were having a dispute with one of the ladies that's in a diner. There's a diner, yeah. and have you come to the cross to that? No, I haven't. So this that. is so yeah. cool. Yeah, it's yeah. like Deuce and I like we totally have hit different areas. Yeah, which is really cool, and. So I, I ran into this this guy. He's like, "Hey, we need to calm this lady down. We're have to take, you know, action." You know. Oh wow. Um, and so like, I guess she's. I don't know what her story really was, but she kind of just didn't agree with what they were doing, and so she kind of held up with the army, you know, with yeah. like a couple of people um, with weapons, and she wasn't leaving. And I guess they had some. He had. She had some of their stuff or whatever. And he's like, "Hey, we need to go in and get our s- equipment." And she's like, "No." So he goes, "So you have a couple options. You can just go in guns a blazing." Yeah. And, and or you can kind of go in and be diplomatic. Yeah. So I decided to go do the diplomatic yeah. situation. So I I, uh, I threatened her at first. I succeeded, and then the guy from behind he talked to me and I tried to threaten him and I failed. Ooh. And so, but now I'm understanding that at first if it's yellow and and your charisma's high you'll 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 succeed. But if it, but there goes it goes from yellow. To orange to, to red, red yeah. yeah, and then there's an, uh, another one, but plaid, uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, uh, but uh, yeah, there's like different color systems, which is cool. But I failed, right? So she goes, "Well, well, my gun's gonna do the talking now," and I'm like, "Oh shit!" So there's this old lady, like she's like in her 60s, shooting yeah. me, and I, and I killed her quickly. And then the other guys, that's my grandma, you know. And I felt really bad. I yeah. killed her. And so, and so, like, I had to kill hey, man, him. Grandma pulled on you, man. Yeah. It's the wasteland. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I ain't playing with Grandma. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she told her to take her meds. Yeah. And so I killed her grandson, and the guys, the guy was like, hey, thanks so much for helping us out. I'm going to set up shop here. Yeah. And, uh, which I haven't found any shops yet, 
But I was like, what happens? I did this, and I shouldn't have, but I saved anyways. I don't really care in retrospect. It's whatever. Yeah. I, I decided to shoot the guy and see what would happen. Yeah. Like, because he's a shopkeep. Yeah. Oh, you kill him. He's dead. He's, he's dead. dead. So but I stu- no but, I, but I to- took all of his stuff. Like, everything yeah. he held. Yeah. Like, all of his weapons, all of his ammo, his, his stim packs, everything yeah. that he was selling, I have now. Well, that's something. So, I mean, that's better than nothing. Yeah. But I'm just wondering if in the long run, like, if you went back, maybe he's like, hey, you helped me sh- set up shop. I'll give you 20% off, you know? Yeah, I don't know. But I killed him, and then his t- partner that was there was shooting after me, and I killed her, and I, I took her, uh, like, army or whatever, brace armor. armor or whatever on her left arm and and, and whatnot. So, damn, John, the moral of this story is Johnny's fucking ruthless. He'll fucking kill your grandma. He's going to kill the shopkeep. He don't give a fuck. He's like, I've got to go find my baby. I mean, it's it's kind of like this weird, like, ambiguity because, it's like, you're wanting to go do your thing, and I'm, like, kind of exploring. And, I, and I'm, I'm kind of being – there's not, like, a karma system, so there's not really, like – not that we know of. There's not a karma system. Yeah, I haven't really found one because maybe remember in what Fallout you, 3 there was a karma system. And I think there might have been a karma system in Vegas, but this one I haven't found maybe any kind of karma system. Maybe instead of a karma system, just things that you do kind of change the world. And, I and think it does because they said, like, depending on what you do and the actions you do, it'll... Because you can kill the Minutemen people. You can. And, and, and that said, mission's over. Yeah. Like, you never get any you more missions more from them. missions from them. But they said with your companions, what you do and the decisions you make will affect how the companions see you. Sure. So, like, if you do some stuff to piss them off, they won't help you. Mm-hmm. Like, they might give you a mission, but they're not going to go with you on the mission to help. So, I, there's probably a karma system in there that we're not seeing. And it, it's one thing I love about the game, but like I said, I hate about the game at the same time. There's not a lot of explanation. It's a lot of, like, all right, go have fun, you know. This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by... Video Games Monthly. You may have heard us talk about this one, but you have to check out Video Games Monthly. They're a monthly subscription service that delivers retro video games right to your door. And you never have to send them back. VGM is a must for gamers who love retro video games and are trying to build or rebuild their collection. Every month they send out a variety of games, both well-known retro favorites to the unique ones, to make sure you consistently get a well-rounded gaming experience. Video Games Monthly offers boxes of 3, 4, or even 10 games for any combination of NES, SNES, Nintendo 64, Sega Genesis, and both Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Take a look at their website at www.videogamesmonthly.com to sign up for your monthly variety of retro video games. And remember to tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. mystery of the unknown and I think that's one thing that has got me from the very beginning was I don't know what to do and I love yeah. that feeling it's the polar opposite of, of the Witcher the problem I had with the Witcher was it was like missions galore like you'd, you'd, you'd get a mission and all of a sudden that mission would unlock like eight missions around that oh, mission yeah. and it would just never stop you would just be like tons of missions and Fallout doesn't feel that way to me. Fallout feels like you go to an area, you unlock it, you find some cool stuff, and then you might happen to unlock a mission halfway across t- 
town. It just doesn't feel. I, I know the game is deep and there's a lot and there's you know over 100 hours, quote unquote, in the game. But like, it doesn't feel like it's just throwing you with like 20 million missions from the beginning. See, and I like that too because it's like you said, like Witcher was <sighs> Witcher like, was fun, but like hockey do it was it was it overwhelming. Was like, what the fuck? And this one, like right now, I can tell you right now, I've got four missions. I've got go to Diamond City, which is always there until you go to Diamond City. I'm trying to finish up a, a mission for the Minutemen because, excuse me, guys, uh, I secured Sanctuary. And then they said, hey, we found this new place over at the drive-in. We want to build crops there. Go down there, clean it out. I did that. Problem is, when I was cleaning out, the next thing you've got to do is make a radio tower, a generator, and the radio tower sends out like a distress beacon like, hey, if you want shelter, come here. But I didn't have enough copper wire because you actually, and this thing's a bitch, you've got to run electrical wire from the generator to the tower. And, oh, wow. And they don't really explain it. And I finally figured it out. If you're looking at a generator, you hit the triangle button and it'll start the wire. And then you run it to whatever you want it to hook up to. And you hit the triangle again and it'll run the wire. Well, I'm out of fucking copper. So now I'm having to run through the wasteland looking for shit with copper in it so I can make copper wire, right. which is a bitch. So I was like, screw it. I'm leaving that over here. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, I've got I've got to go back to the Brotherhood because they've got another mission for me. And then, again, with the radio on the Pip-Boy, I was just exploring, looking for copper, and I got this message from a guy, and he's like, hey, I'm on top of this building. These super uh, mutants are holding me hostage. I need help. So it's like, go find this guy. And I've still got that to do, but I like it because they're not. Because, like I said, Witcher in the first couple hours, you had like eight missions no in joke. your log, and I'm like that. Because for me, OCD, I'm like, oh, dude. that's super cluttered. That's like, ugh. and like, that, that's bad. one of the thing for me is like Fallout Four seems so like streams on streamlines not the word, but like it feels so. It's user friendly. Very user well, it, somewhat user friendly. Some things are really user friendly. Some things are totally like the crafting, not user friendly. Well, I think the crafting is something that I actually was in the same boat as you are because I'm like, it, it's weird because like they, they, one of the missions in the very beginning when you're when you when the Minutemen come to the sanctuary is like, hey, build five beds. Yeah, and you go through and you have to have items. So. One of the things I was curious about that I never really got to check out was one of the one of the tips that I was reading online was just hoard everything, just grab everything yeah. you can. And for me, it's like I I don't I have the tendency to not do that because I don't want to get encumbered. Yeah. So I have to I have to force myself to take stuff because everything yeah. that you grab will you be able to use for something. Even if it's just an aluminum can or a glass you, bottle, you're gonna like need it stupid for stuff that normally you'd be like fuck that I ain't picking it up. Like it'll. You might need that glass to make a sight for your gun or, yep. you know, it, it's crazy all the little things you so need. So everything, that's one thing I do like is that anything you, you get will be useful in some way, yeah. in some capacity. There's nothing in the game so far that I've found, knock on wood, that's just straight junk. That's right. like, this will do nothing, for, everything will do something for you. One of the things I thought was interesting was the, they did this in Fallout 3, but the addition of pre-war money. Yeah, like you I've find got a that? bunch of that, but I don't know what to do. I don't do know what to do with it so either. I'm, I'm just sitting like, whatever. Yeah, but it's like dollar bills or whatever. But now caps are like the currency, the currency. You know, for this generate for this uh, franchise. Well, I want to see if maybe one of the vendors will take it. If not, and if I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna wait a little while till I do it. But I think you can actually convert it into cloth, and I'm thinking about maybe doing that. Because uh, I'm gonna go. I'm hoping maybe Diamond City somebody will take it. 
Because I would think somebody would have to take the pre-war money. Diamond City, to me, and we both haven't been there yet, but it, that feels like the first big area. Yeah. Because like, right now we're in a small section. Even the, even the sections we're in are pretty big still. But yeah. like, Diamond City feels like the first real main mission as you get in the game like because all everyone's like going to it like yeah. all the you know everywhere you look at the map like it's it's down there at the bottom and that feels like that's going to be the next big mission so that's why I'm kind of waiting like I'm level I'm 10 I'm doing right some now. of the side I quest stuff do you're level get, 10 already yeah wow I want to okay. get to maybe I'm only like 12 six. or 13 and yeah. then go there because I want to feel like I've got some more like I shouldn't say strength because I got a ton of strength I only got one point left to max out strength but like I want to feel like my survivors a little bit better when I get there, because right now, like, going into firefights and stuff, it's tough. And a lot of that, for me, is, like I said before, the radiation. Like, my guy can only get half his health bar full because he's got so much damn radiation. Yeah. And everything I eat to get my health back... Gives you radiation. Gives me, it's me radiation. Yeah. yeah. So, it's like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. The only thing I have found is if you sleep in the bed, it'll fill up your health bar, and it won't cost you and that's, any radiation. And beds are hard to find in the game, too. Because, like, uh, yeah. the bedrooms are – you'll if you go in a house that has a bedroom, there will be no bed in there. It'll just be, like, yeah. the frame. Yeah. So, like, you have to try to find a bed. And so anytime, that's why I have a rule of thumb. A, I don't like exploring at night. Yeah. I always try to explore during the day. That's so if I, if I find a bed, I immediately sleep in it. Even yeah. if it's – I don't I, – I, I need to sleep in it because it helps your health bar go up. Yeah. But I try to never – it doesn't take away any radiation, right? I think it does. I think over time, like a little bit, a little bit, yeah. Okay. So I try to I try to sleep as much as I can anytime I go somewhere, and a lot of it you'll see little bags or something on the floor that say sleep. So it's usually what I go to. Yeah. But the just one of the things just to think about is like Jason and I are are going through different ways. We're he's a couple hours ahead of me, but like we're both encountering new things, and I haven't even met the Brotherhood or whatever yeah. of Steel or whatever. So that sounds interesting. But there's there's just so many nooks and crannies in this game already, but it doesn't feel overwhelming, and that's what I love about it. Is yeah, everyone's like experience is going to be different? Overwhelmed yet? The only time, like I said last night, I put it down because I played for like four hours straight, and I was just like, I I want to watch the Flash. Like I'm just like I want to like check out a video game for like four hours yeah which is funny man and i think it's one of the things because me and you are kind of older guys now we're mm -hmm. not we're not young young kids anymore yeah uh, like i can't marathon game like i used to i used to be able to sit down and play for eight hours straight and now after about like three or four hours i'm like i want to watch a football game or i want to watch like the flash or i want to yeah. like go outside and play with my dog like I, I i just don't have the ability to sit there for like eight hours of time like i used to so I don't know if that's old age or, or what that is. I don't know. I just, I I have a harder time. Like, I remember when, when I was younger, like, RPGs, I would just marathon marathon through those things. And now it's like I only get a couple hours a night anyways. Yeah. You know, because I have to get up at 6 a.m. every morning. So then you get the wife and the kids yeah. and everything, too. So, yeah, I, for me, it's this is, like, the perfect game for me now, Fallout, because I'm getting that feeling of an RPG. I'm, but I'm able to drop a few hours in feel like I'm actually accomplishing something when I every time I play. And it's just interesting how the world is set up. And I love that feeling of exploration. Like, I just like going and, and not knowing where I'm going, yeah. you know, and just exploring and running into different areas. That's what's really fun for me in that's, this. I yeah. think that's the main thing that draws me to the game. Is sure, there's great voice acting, and the characters oh, are yeah, interesting, and, and the mechanics, the sound, you know, the shooting is very sound. Uh, although now I'm going to use VATS. I totally forgot about VATS, to be honest. 
um, which probably will change the way I play. I think you're going to have a lot more fun because I'm not going to lie. There's firefights I should not have gotten through that I only got through because I used vats. And I made sure to, like, pick the head or pick the torso, um, you know, and really help me out a lot. And, yeah. I mean, I, I've got good weapons, but they're not great. Like, I got a double-barrel shotgun, and then it was sawed off, and I gave it a long barrel and a comfy grip. And then I had a 10-millimeter pistol, and I gave it a longer barrel and a comfy grip. And I even put a sight on it, so now it's got, like, a red dot sight, like in Call of Duty, which makes it a lot easier to shoot when I'm not using VATS. And then I've got uh, the Brotherhood of Steel gave me a really nice laser rifle, and it's, like, all tricked out. So, nice. And I've been using that. And then I've got the minigun. But i, I got to say, i got to figure out a place I can store the minigun. I'm thinking I can store it at the workbench because that thing is heavy as fuck. And it's, like... Most of the guys I'm fighting are just like raiders and just simple shit. I don't need a minigun. I need a minigun if I fight a Deathclaw or something crazy. I know. know? Yeah, the Deathclaw fight. In that that was gangster. And that's like right at the beginning because I was like, oh, hell no. They ain't having me fight a Deathclaw like within the first hour and a half. And it was like, yep, you're fighting a Deathclaw. And, and it wasn't that, easy He's a pissed either. off Deathclaw. It wasn't easy either. So. No, because uh, you had no help. It's you and the minigun. And your other dude's like, good luck over there. Yeah. I have fun with that. Yeah. I'm like, you fucker. You yeah. just sit back there one chilling. Of, one of the things I love doing in games is, I, 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 I said earlier, I take my time playing games, but I, I love just to go and look at the world and see how they do things and how everything is affected by radiation. Yeah. So, like, I, w- I was walking by with, with dog meat, and I, I ran into a, a field where there was cows, and the cows were all mutated. Double-headed, and stuff. yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so cool, yeah. but so weird, you know? Like, Have you run into the deer yet? No. They're two-headed deer. Yeah. And, you, like, because I, I killed a bunch of them and, like, took the meat and the hides and made leather out of them to, like, upgrade my armor. Um, but, like, it's the same thing. It's like, oh, wow, like, you didn't even think about that. And, like, the deer, you almost had to hunt, like, real deer. Like, I had to crouch and, like, sneak so I could hit them with my... Bat- so how does the workbench work? Because I haven't actually uh, upgraded anything yet. Like, what, what's um, the process like? Basically, the process is like You this. go to the workbench to and the you want to upgrade your weapon or your armor. Yeah. Like they ask you for items that you need to help, or how does that work? Basically, the way it works is this: you've got you've got a couple different workbenches. You got an armor workbench, you got a chemistry station, which is basically a, a workbench for making stuff with chemistry stuff and making right away shit like that. Uh, you've got a workbench which will let you build things in your like sanctuary and places like that that you control. So you can build defenses, you can build turrets, you can uh, plant food, so then you can get food. Um, you, you can uh, uh, make a drill and do water, so then you've got fresh water, which is nice. Um, and then there's a weapons workbench, and the weapons. Well, I saw the weapons workbench, yeah. and then there's the other one that's red. That's this for crafting. That's, that's for crafting, like pretty much everything else. Like, there's an armor one just for armor. There's a weapon one just for weapons. There's the workbench that's pretty much is for everything else, and then there's the chemistry, and there's a cooking station because I found out like if you go to the cooking station, cook meat. Yeah. It'll actually give you more health and take away some of the radiation if you'll cook it. So it's actually helps, so it's not as irradiated. Um, and, uh, like, when you go to the, the workbench for the weapons, like, it'll say, okay, these are the guns you have, and I'll pick the gun. Like, I picked the, the pistol. And it'll basically, there's things highlighted that I could make because I've got the, the stuff to make. So, like, I made a, a, a comfier grip for it. I made the sight for it. Um, I made the longer barrel for it. And then, like, with the double barrel shotgun, I made the long barrel for it. And I made a comfier grip. 
the one thing I'm trying to make next is a bigger magazine for that 10 millimeter pistol. But it basically it tells you what you have and 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 what items you need and what items you need. So basically, it'll say you you know you've got five choices of what you can do, and it'll be like. These are all the barrel attachments. These are all the stock attachments. These are all the magazine attachments. And then when you go to it, say, like, you go to uh, the barrel, it'll say normal, which is what you got. And then it was, like, short barrel, long barrel. And it would be lit up if you had the stuff. But if you didn't, it'd be dark. Now, you could still move over it. And when you moved over it, it would say, this is all the shit you need. And right. you could see where you would efficient, like... Oh, I need more screws, or oh, I need more adhesive, or I need glass, or what is what that is. There, it kind of reminds me of Skyrim because with Skyrim, like you had when you went and, for example, if you wanted the dragon armor, you had to kill the dragons and get the dragon bones and hide, and you had yeah. to have so many of those to yeah. create just like a helmet or whatever. Yeah. So it's kind of very similar, well, similar. to. Okay, so they are taking a lot of Skyrim elements Th into from this. what everybody has told because I never played Skyrim. Right. So what everybody has told me that I've talked to is basically this game is kind of a Skyrim Fallout hybrid. Like they took which the best, is, I think is a good idea. Yeah, because they took all the best parts of Skyrim and just added it Fallout, which really isn't that hard because right. the crafting system. I mean, you need to craft in this too because resources are scarce. So you got to kind of take apart what you've got to make what you need, which. You know, when you think about it in that kind of situation, it makes sense. So, um, like I said, my only problem was there's not a real, like, walk you through it kind of process on the deal. Um, and there was a couple times where I took weapons and I scrapped them. And I was like, you know what, I probably would have been better if I shoved them in the workbench and then maybe took them somewhere, trade them, and got the caps instead of breaking them down. But, yeah. You know, at live and learn. And it's I think with this game, it's going to be a lot of live and learn, like, you know, do something, do it wrong, and go, oh, shit, you know what, I probably should have done that. And, you know, that's going to be kind of the way this game's going to, at least for me personally. Like, I see myself kind of failing a lot at this game. Like, there was one night, like, I kept, there were some raiders, and I kept trying to kill them. I did it five times in a row. They handed me my ass. And I finally had to say, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to walk the other direction and just go yeah. around them because I'm just not high enough level. I don't have enough health. Like, just fuck it. Because no Call of Duty guy, I'm like, oh, I can run in and kill any. No, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> not in Fallout. Right, you can't. Right. It's not Call of Duty. You can't no. just run in and blah, 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 blah. So. Do you play first person or third person? First person. Yeah. I prefer doing it that way. Every once in a while, I'll flip it to third just to kind of change the pace. Or if it's like I'm maneuvering around something where it'd be better camera view, like especially like if I'm sneaking, sometimes I'll put it in third just so I can see around the corner a little bit better. Yeah. But nine times out of ten, just first person. Yeah. So it's interesting because, like we said, taking all the best elements out of Skyrim and throwing it in here, and it kind of just gives it more of a full experience. And we're so early in the game; we're probably not even one percent into the game yet. So it's oh, exciting really to see it. where we happen. Like, yeah, you know, once this is gonna be a game that we will review, but it won't be for a few months. Well, the other thing is, I think this is a game where we're definitely going to come back multiple times and like kind of update you guys sure. on. Because yeah. I know we, our good friend uh, Amber, is a huge Fallout person. Oh, and yeah, we, definitely check out our episodes we do with her. Um, yeah, they're phenomenal. And check awesome. out what's her Twitch stream, Amber Waves of Game. Yeah, check her out on Twitch. She's, she's awesome. She she's got the amazing. full Pit Boy edition too. She did an yeah. unboxing for it her Twitch really, stream, really cool. so it was really yeah. really neat. Check it out. But yeah, just check it out. And I kind of want to do an episode later on with her. So we can all three kind of like pull our notes together. That would be cool, actually. And see how like each, all three of us had done. 
like maybe in a month or two, probably after the new year, once we vlog some more time into it, because I think by the end of the new year, we'll be close to done with it, or at least halfway through. Well, this is the game, and that's the thing is, like, there's been a lot of games that's been coming out, and... Well, trust me, you know, I've been buying them all. Yeah, and of course, you know, I've been playing Yoshi's World of the World, and Mario Maker, and all that, and then, of course, now Fallout is going to be, like, the, the game the game for, for the next few months, and... Yeah, I mean, I'm in, I, I'm not, I just, the, for me, it's like I go in and I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm accomplishing something every time I play it, and that's something that helps pr- motivate you to keep playing. Yeah, like and I never feel like I've logged in and played two or three hours and not like done Destiny. something. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, like I never feel like I log in and didn't do something. I think that's why I, I really like this, and I'm liking the new Call of Duty too, because I always feel like as long as I'm playing multiplayer, I see that I'm progressing. So. Um, but with Fallout, yeah, every night I log in and I play, I feel like I've done something. And I can see it because I'm leveling up. Like, I'm level 10 now, so, I mean, yeah, every I'm only night. Like, I'm only, like, level 6. Yeah. Well, I, like I said, I did a bunch of missions because I, I was on a – I had a mission boner. I was like, yeah. I'm getting as many missions done and getting as much XP as possible and just bust it out, bust it out, bust it out, and, you know, see what happens. Yeah. So, yeah, Fallout 4 is definitely something we'll be playing for the next few months. And if you're playing Fallout, let us know. Um, send us a line hhpodcastshow at gmail.com and give us your feedback and what you think of the game and I know our friend Mike Mike I think he got uh, the PC version as well he did he got yeah. the Pitboy Boy version too on yeah. PC yeah so I'd be interested to see what everyone's experience is I've had a, uh, a very good experience so knock on wood with the uh, PS4 version I know me too I, I know uh, there's Bethesda's have been known in the past for having bugs and whatnot, but I, I haven't come across any yet so hopefully we don't and uh, it's just it's a fun game. Definitely check it out. Uh, I have this huge feeling that it's going to sell crazy numbers because even someone like me that doesn't have the money to buy games, I went out and made sure I had money to buy this game. So, like, I feel like this is going to... I can only speak from what I saw, but I went uh, day one, picked it up at Best Buy, like, at 5.30 right after work, and they've got a big cabinet that they have to open, like, with a key. And you can see all the copies of the game. They had, knock on wood, more copies of that than when I was there the week before to get Call of Duty. Well, I tell you something. I went the same day to get uh, Fallout like, at, at like seven, and they okay. were all out. They only had two copies left. Really? So and they everything, sold out. They sold out. Like they had two copies left. I got lucky. I even got a copy. Wow. They sold out their whole cage. Really? Of PS4. Keep that in yep. mind. That's a huge. I know we come That's across as, as fanboys, but like there is a definite disconnect between the Xbox One version. Most well, people it doesn't are matter. Just, just, just the point of you got there at seven forty, launch day, and they only had two copies left in the entire store on the PS4. Yep. That's, That's a big deal. There's yep. a lot of games that come out that can't say they did that nope. on launch day. It's it's going to sell crazy numbers, yeah. and for, you know there's 38 million PS4 sold, so. There's gonna be a lot of people picking up this game, so I, we wanted to do well, and uh, it's 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 been a lot of fun so far. Yeah, we loved it. So definitely, Deuce. Uh, people can find us on the internet. How do they find us? You can find us by hitting us up on Twitter at HH Podcast Show. Also, like I said, send us your Gmails to HH Podcast Show at gmail.com. Tell us what you're playing. Tell us about your adventures, and we might even read some of them on the show. And don't forget, when you're putting us in the Twitter machine, there's not one, there's not two, but there's three hashtags. Hashtag Happy, Happy Hour, Hour podcast, podcast, hashtag HH Podcast Show, and hashtag Deuces, Deuces on, on the, the loose. loose. Later. See ya.